Yes. You I, said, yeah. I'm a bit worried. What are you worried about? Um, you strike me as a villain. A villain? Uh, in the sense that... Is it the glasses? No, no. Just <laughs> <laughs> okay. There has to be a big plan okay. around this. Right? Because you do so many yeah, things. Yeah, so when people okay. do like many things, usually I'm like, all right, this is how they relate. And to you, I can't make sense of it. Do you want to teach the fish to build you a spaceship to go to Jupiter? <laughs> what exactly are you... Like, what's the grand plan? Oh, it's recording. Okay. Oh, we're waiting for uh, we're waiting for action. Nine to life. Uh, episode seven. And action. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome again to the Nine to Life podcast. Uh, I'm your host Lesejo. I'm here with my co-host. Mr. Bonnie Sealy. What's up? What's up? What's up, bud? What's up, bud? Killing the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you good, my brother? You know, like, I'm focused. Which is my camera? Okay, I'm focused on my camera over there. So there's little side hands there. I don't know. You're giving me cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we've got our guest today, Mr. Audrey Mainage. Am I saying it right, sir? You know, I've I've got a deep fear of messing up people's surnames because it's when someone messes up my, like my surname, it it just, which is so simple though yeah but yeah but just about magidi magidi anyways thank you so much for your time sir uh for another installment of nine to life Mm. and thank you as well for making it this far if this is your first episode please go back to all the others see where we come from see how we've been killing the game and grinding grinding with amazing people you know what are you doing sir What, what is this amazing thing that you're doing um you mean at the moment <laughs> at, at any moment you can start wherever's comfortable man. Uh, start at okay. the beginning start at the end start in the middle yeah okay currently i'm busy with um uh, a project uh, to get the trains running um okay, okay. Uh, i'm sure you are aware in the news uh, there was vandalism that went on uh, for quite some time mm. yeah so we we are rebuilding back uh the project is worth billions so, oh okay yeah. so, we didn't know we're sitting so, with so, money here yeah so now <laughs> i have to put my phone on flight mode because calls will be coming yes in, we're yeah. yeah yeah so fixing the trains on flight mode you were just <laughs> <laughs> so so i'm yeah i'm actually a project manager so it's uh doing like uh, 10 substations now mm-hmm. and then uh rebuilding okay. the line of um over 50 Jeez. Hmm. Yeah. So after then, uh, that's the phase one. Phase one. So yes. after that, then we move on to phase two. Okay. Yeah. So so based on what you said now, it's safe to assume that you work with electricity. Yes. Uh, actually, I work with everything. Oh, or not just electricity. How do, yeah. how do you work okay. with electricity when there's no electricity? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That's where I wanted to get. <laughs> like, what you when you, when there's no electricity, what are you doing? <laughs> you you know, you know you know you know the end user. Yes. Um, you are like the end user. So okay. even there, I'm like the end user. You are also the end user. So so we are all. Uh, you feel our for, pain. Hey. Aha. Yes. <laughs> okay. So so when when there is no power, then we have to go to the backup power. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we have to create it if yeah. no one is creating it for us. Lovely. Lovely. Thank you for that <laughs> intro. I think it's a it's a nice jumping off point. Mm. Um our podcast is called Nine to Life. It focuses on nine to five as well as your life. So before we, we get to, you know, the big shot billionaire, you know, project manager that's managing fifty cold stations. I don't know what you're managing. <laughs> before we get to that, can you tell us who you are, where you where you grew up, you know, what your family structure was like, siblings, schools that you went to. Just uh, give us a brief glimpse of uh, wow. the person that you are. Okay. Um, I won't reveal all the information. That's fine. Whatever <laughs> yeah. you're comfortable with. But brother. you said this is uh, episode number seven, right? Eh? We, we stopped counting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, I thought maybe it's matching with, uh, I'm number seven. Uh, oh, oh wow. so I thought maybe she <laughs> okay. Would... I also have a seven somewhere here. Yeah, <laughs> even no. Manchester United love seven. Yeah, no, I'm from. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Please, don't traumatize us. Can you see? Can you see what this is? Oh, yeah, that's that? what I'm <laughs> okay. Anyway, continue. So yeah, no, I'm I'm go from uh, rural Limpopo. Okay. I don't know if you know the town called Palavora. Mm. Yes. Called the land of very um, hot today. Yeah, it's called the land of yes. two summers. Oh, or the land of always summer. Yeah, <laughs> you go there in winter with your jackets. You will only wear them in the morning. You live there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, by the day you'll uh, you'll take them off. So yeah. even in winter, I'm always like this. Like this. So you see, when I'm here in Houting, I'm yeah. being tortured. <laughs> like I want to wear like this. Yeah. And now you have to wear jackets and coat and mm. scarves and all these yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. So then I came to Houting mm. when? 17 years ago. Okay. To study. Okay. Um, electrical engineering at the University of Pretoria. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then uh, I wanted to study mechanical. Yes. But then mm. I changed into a electrical engineer. Because you found out it was not about fixing cars, ne? Uh, no, <laughs> I still like to fix them. Oh, good. No, I still okay. want to do this. Oh, you fly. Are you doing it, or you're going to do it? Remember, you can't. You can't do all of them. So okay, yeah, lovely. Yes. And you, you spoke about airplanes. Yeah, hey, this man is. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Currently, uh-huh. like what are you doing there? <laughs> like airplanes no, later. No, things. you see, you see my. Okay, it sounds like a crazy dream, ne? Yes. Uh, I don't know if you know Jupiter. The planet Jupiter. Yeah, so, I've heard of it. That's I the love, one with the rings. I, yeah. No, that's Saturn. No, that's no. Saturn is the one with the rings, man. Uh, Jupiter yeah. is the big one. I yeah, always Jupiter call it singing. my home. So one day I would like to fly there. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. And you are you are building a spaceship? Not yet. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you go back to your <laughs> so yeah. go back to the back to your story. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You grew up in a rural Limpopo, Palavo. Yeah, mm. Yes. So came you to see, in, in, in my second year, yes. There was this uh course, project management. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then when I was doing it, I realized no man. Uh I actually yes. want to be a project manager. Ah. But okay. over time, yes. It changes. So there, there are too many things um, uh, as I go alo- uh, along on, on my career. Yes. Then I realized, no, man, uh, at some point I realized I needed to be a lawyer. <laughs> so now I'm studying law. I'm in my third year now. <laughs> and then at some point I realized I wanted to be a farmer. So it seems like I want to be everything. So I actually so doesn't want the AI to take any of his jobs. Yeah, He's mainly doing all the jobs. But people are like, so when the AI comes to, 
But your job be at risk. Most low. So I, I, I actually have a farm, aquaponics farm. I don't know if you oh, know what wow. aquaponics is. No, tell us, please. No, please. Yeah, you might so, know it, but some people at yeah, home might not know. I'm farming fish there, uh, tilapia from uh, the local river there uh, wow. in Nimbopo. Okay. I'm farming tomatoes. Okay. I have chili there, uh, green peppers. So I left the the farm uh, to come and do project management this side. But Jeez. actually, I started my farming after my retirement, so I retired. Okay, uh, so you are a retiree as we are yes. speaking now. Thanks. I'm a former retiree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so tell me though, do you think project management makes it easier for you to dabble in in, in all of the, because it's a it's a skill that is needed when you're running a podcast. You need project and management. Don't we know? <laughs> you know. <laughs> yes. You know what you're doing. Um, I wanted to give you advice on uh, time management <laughs> <laughs> when I got here. <laughs> Listen, we are always there. Uh, so all these books, to... all these books are not helping. <laughs> no, no, there, there is no book. Uh, yes. I'll tell you, a book it's a guideline. Okay. Mm. There are many books which are uh, guidelines. Mm. So there is no book that will ever help you completely. Mm. You will need to be there in the field in mm. order to learn. There are many things which are not in the book. Mm. But you'll see a project running. You don't know what um, what it took mm. uh, to get the project where it is. Mm. You'll never find it in the book. Sure. And even if I were to write a book, I'll never write it in the book. You can't. It's, it's, it's just some implicit things that find it when you are there. I love what you're talking about now, and I think it's important for our viewers at home as well to say, in as much as school and book education is important. You only really get to be an engineer once you do the practical work. Yeah, you can do a master's, do a PhD, but until you're on the field, you're not really an engineer. Yes. It's all theoretical to you. Mm -hmm. Talk, on talk some more. Yeah, talk some more about that and then no. how it looks like in your. You you are actually an engineer on paper. So I'll uh, I'll give an example. Yes. So you mm -hmm. see at university. Yes. We do mostly theoretical work, uh -huh. and then. Uh, if you go to colleges, yes, uh, I think also technical colleges, yes, that's where you actually do most of the practical work. There we mm. go. But you'll see when when you go into the industry, mm. because the one who goes to university will uh, will be a superior to the one who went to the, to the university of te technology yes. or a college. Yes. But those ones. Are actually the ones who know how to how to do the work. Do hmm. the work. But the one who takes the responsibility is the one we actually call people from university engineers. Yes. So we don't call uh, from university of technology or college. We don't call an engineer. engineer. Mm. So, mm. Yeah. Mm. so an engineer, but you'll find a mix up in the industry. Mm. But an engineer. It defined by EXA um, yes. as the one from uh, university. Yes. Mm. Because that, that's the one who takes more responsibility. Mm. But even the ones from technical uh, responsibility of mm. some sort. As they, as they grow in their careers. Yes. So that's an interesting point, actually. Um, just to ask, coming from university, mm. um, being seen as more superior as people who technically are more experienced than you 
walking into those fields uh, at your first job or your second one, how did you handle that, the power dynamics of that? Yeah, um, I don't want to say uh, from university you are superior <laughs> or I, I view that as uh, being superior. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so I'll say it's a matter of responsibility. Mm-hmm. So the from university, you actually have more responsibility, but you still have to be trained. So you mm-hmm. get the, you become an engineer in training. Mm. you find uh, people who've been working there, even though by position, uh, I don't like the word superior, by position you are higher, mm-hmm. oh, higher. but they will be teaching you yes, um, the way. work because you'll be there learning from there. So uh, as an advice, uh, let's say you are from university, you mm-hmm. don't get there and think you are superior. You're bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you get there, become humble, learn as much as you need. But in the end, you are not going to be the one who's going to be doing that, that job. Mm-hmm. But you still have to know you to understand. Uh, what they are doing. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Because at, when uh, it's decision-making time, mm. an engineer comes, you have to make that decision. <laughs> And you need to understand all the variables in that environment yes. for you to be able to make yes. an effective decision. Yes. Wow, that's lovely. So so take us through um, what your career path looks like. So you studied electrical engineering yeah. at UP. What was your first job? And then what were you doing? Second job. You did speak about project manager, which, you, which is what you are today. Yes. So from your undergrad all the way to where you are today. Okay. Now, after graduate, uh, graduating, yes, um, I worked as an engineer in training. Okay, which is a program for two years. Uh, the, those programs are still there in mm. the company. So it's like article, like for lawyers, they do their uh, LLP and then they do articles. Yes. something similar yes. for engineers. Mm. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are you are a a trainee engineer. Mm-hmm. So at that time, they you, you go through all the process of training. So they teach you mm. um, all what you need to know mm-hmm. in order for you after after the training, then mm. you can be able to assume that role. Mm. So it differs with uh, different companies because mm. if you go to the mines, you'll be exposed to different things. You go to the railway industry, mm. different things. Mm. So it's it's never the same mm. because even even as an engineer. Insurance companies they can hire you to to be uh, like their assessor mm. to see when oh, uh, buildings burn yes. from substations blowing up. You go yes. there and assess and check if whether it was ne- negligence or not. So mm-hmm. you still have to learn understand what it takes wow. Uh, wow. for the electrical network to operate. Yes. So yeah, then after my training, uh, two years later. Mm. I was given a choice whether I um, I needed to choose whether I continue being an engineer mm-hmm. or uh, I become a project manager. <laughs> ah, <laughs> your dream, your first yes, dream. Yes. And then, and what what factors did you look at for you to be able to make that decision? I remember I made the decision in my second year. Oh, it was oh, already it was already a long time ah, ago. Okay, yeah. so it wasn't even a choice for you. It was simple. It was already many. decided. Uh-huh. So when it got there, I realized, yes. oh, okay, this is what I've been waiting for. Mm. And I just chose project management. Mm-hmm. Then um, I remember some tried to discourage and said, maybe I need to learn first um, the technical side of engineering. Mm-hmm. 
But when I decided, I decided. I didn't know I was getting myself into too much stress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And what what has that stress done for you for your career? Has it helped? Are you are you better able to manage stress just generally in your life? How did that affect you? Um, I don't know. You you know you know I can can really uh, testify for myself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, maybe if yes. there was too much stress, yeah. yeah, I'll let someone um be the one saying um testifying for me how I I, I handle how you handle stress. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, remember, it, if I do it for myself, I'll be biased. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I can say no. I'm, I think I'm good. You might find that. <laughs> Maybe I'm shouting at people. I don't see it yeah, because yeah. of the same stress. So mm. you see, so sure. I'll, I'll never know. Yeah. I'll, I'll need a mirror to look. Team uh, sizes. How big are the the numbers of people that you manage, and how do you deal with managing different personalities in there? You know the yeah. How do you? As, do? as that's the yeah, interview yeah. question. Yeah. If I've ever heard one. <laughs> Yeah, you you know in my first project, yeah, um, after after my training, it, it was easier. Mm. Okay, I, I don't want to to say it was easier because yeah. I didn't have much experience. Mm-hmm. So it gets tougher with uh, each project you go to. Mm. So More those were like a single yeah. substation. Yeah, and then uh, I was given a project that uh, was already running, but it was two years late. Mm-hmm. So. The dy- dynamics, even though they felt like they were difficult, mm-hmm. but if I'm comparing it to what I'm doing now, mm. I'll say that was nothing. <laughs> Charles <Chelsea. laughs> Blake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you see. Mm. So like currently, the like I said, the project runs for 50 kilometers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it passes uh, different areas, you know, community issues. Mm-hmm. So, so other areas I have to go and address the communities and you you need to address them in their language. You know, some yeah. areas you go there, you speak English, you're uh, <laughs> like, like, ah. So yeah, so you you are forced to um address them in their language. So in the end you end up learning that language, even though you are not gonna be the perfect with it. Yeah. But mm. you must learn and continuously engage because yeah. you know the communities around the projects they they stop projects yes. and so mm-hmm. on yes and on top of that yeah then you still have to please uh the the client yeah and you are delivering for your principles mm. they'll be calling and um, looking for progress and so on you need to be updated and you know sometimes you can uh you can't be up, up to date with everything because mm-hmm. also now you are working with um you other superior, mm. they also want something mm. which they see as the priority. Everyone and thinks their thing is a priority. Yes. <laughs> the, the workers they see, um, <laughs> my thing is number one. Yes, yeah. So from the workers they see mm. them working and getting the their wages as a yes. priority. Yeah. Mm. So you, uh, I always call a project. People think a project manager is like um, manager, but I call it. It's like you are a football. You are in the middle. Okay. Try to please everyone. Yes, oh. you are not really a a, a, a true manager in the a, a true sense. In the of sense the, of yeah, the word, yeah. you're a referee. <laughs> you are not even a referee. <laughs> you you are there to make sure that all the stakeholders I, are I happy. Yes, one and you need to understand your stakeholders. Mm. That you can learn from a book. 
stakeholder management, management. they can teach you, yes. you can get the theory, but you yeah. learn the practical part of it when you got real life. And then yeah. mental health, like what does that do to you? Like, I don't know. Like Maybe mental health, I'm, I'm seeing like I'm developing some gray hair, so I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's too early for. Uh, I will edit them out. <laughs> we're ready. No, you're saying something important, and it it, it touches on on what you were saying earlier about some things you won't find in the book. Yeah. Because when you go study engineering, I doubt. I don't know because I've never studied engineering, mm. but I doubt they tell you about. You need to learn how to manage uh, communities. And expectations <laughs> and stuff like that, right? Mm. They'll tell you X plus Y is MC squared. Mm. What are the things E equals MC squared? They'll tell you those things, and that's what they'll teach you. Yeah. But these things you actually learn when you're on the field. Yes. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I like that. So, so yeah, you 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 then went into project management, and how long have you been in that in that field? I'd say seven years. Seven hmm. years. Yeah, the theme of seven, seven is coming seven, seven, seven. <laughs> and 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 you know um uh, okay like earlier i said you yeah. can't testify for yourself but yeah. i i feel like someone wants to testify because i thought yes. that's how it's supposed to be when i started okay the pressure that i i got i received at the time when i started mm. then uh, i remember my project director at the time he said no like it seems like you um you are receiving a baptism of fire mm-hmm. with um mm-hmm. every project you get it's unlike other project managers because yeah. they maybe the type of things that you do yeah. usually they will do them spread over 7 years yeah within 6 months i must uh, have done certain things and have delivered on certain things yes. things like in a, a time period of 7 years yeah mm. You seven to, to learn 15. Them, uh, Some yes. people never learn certain things. Yes. Uh, even uh, when they were working for 10 years. Yeah. You see. Yeah. And that has obviously helped you in your in your career uh, to progress. Yeah. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm still learning uh, even now. So maybe if you talk <laughs> about from your question mm. about how do you handle the, the mental mm. health. Yeah. There is a movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Can mention the movie, ne? Movie yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. I mentioned it. Movies are fine. There is a movie called the the Bridge of Spies. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, it's the about the Bridge of Spies now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, there was this other spy, which a Russian spy caught by the Americans, based on a true story. Oh, okay. So, uh, that guy was trialed, and if found guilty, he was gonna be taken to the electric chair. So. Okay. What happened? Of lawyer. course, of yeah. course, electrical yeah. engineering yeah. must be somewhere. <laughs> I think that's why I watched the movie. It's like, yo, they don't use gas, electric chair. Yeah. It's our time now. Yeah, so sure. you see, and then his lawyer was representing him, mm. uh, was had a question for him because he asked him three times. Mm. One mm. was, do you know you're going to go to the electric chair if they find you guilty? Mm. And then he, he said, all right. That's fine. So then uh, the lawyer asked, are you not worried? Then he said, mm. would it help? Wow. So with the mental uh, health, mm-hmm. if you worry, uh, is it going to help you? If it's not going to help you, why do you worry? Mm. So that that line, uh, because I remember he asked him three times. Yeah. So that line, I use it all day. Whenever I start worrying, wow. I start, would it help? Mm. Then I stop. Wow. Stop worrying. Just a little bit of a, do you think working in a, 
male-dominated field makes it for you to admit when the job gets too hard uh, because I'm sure that over 90% of the people in your team are men. And how do you go to to another man and say, hey, Shabu, I feel very suicidal. I've got this pressure and that pressure. Do you think that is, or do you, do, do you see you guys having more and more of these conversations? Um, are you aware of the mental health of the people in your team? And is it something that you guys uh, prioritize? Um, I wouldn't say uh, that happens uh, often. Maybe it does, but uh, usually sometimes maybe if I see like uh, someone is not coping, if I feel like, uh, remember a feeling, it's my feeling, it's how I see things. Mm. They may be coping um, uh, using their own uh, coping methods. But I would go to them and ask if they are fine or not if they need rest and, and, and things like that. Mm, mm. But with myself, uh, I, I think I have my own ways. I can't, I can't go to someone and say, and, and request or, or, or talk to someone in order to, uh, get help from them. So yeah. I don't do that. Mm. I remember even at university, the, when course was chowing, you know, <laughs> So they want, uh, they recommended the psychologist there. Mm-hmm. And you go there, psychologist sits there and they're busy looking at me in the eye. I didn't like that. So I never went there again. I went once and I never returned <laughs> for the next session. Okay. So, yeah, um, you told us a lot about your, your project management career, right? What else um, keeps you occupied? since you have all these skills, I think you mentioned a few, mm. but maybe we want to do a, a deeper dive into some of the things that you are interested in and you want to do and are planning to do. I know one of them is to fly to Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe mention a few more, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, earlier I'm sure, I, did I mention that I've been, uh, over the course of my career, I've been realizing I need to do this, I need to do this. Do this again. No, like to oh. do to go into a different path. Um, oh yeah, you mentioned if, if I'm electrical, then I realize okay, I need project management, uh-huh. and later on I realize I need to be a farmer. Yes, <laughs> and one another thing that I always uh, loved. Let's say when I was still at university, yeah. I used to yeah. go to schools during the holidays, offer extra lessons. Wow, and, uh, teach. Big. So I, in the end, like last year, I ended up completing my PGCE, which is like, um, what does that stand for, for the people at home? Yeah. Post, uh, PGCE, postgraduate certificate in education. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you do that if you already have a four year degree. Four year. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This man is like five guests in one. Yeah. So now we're interviewing a teacher. <laughs> we're going to get into the farming soon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so after my retirement, actually, yes. uh, in 2021, last year, I was doing that. Okay. Going, doing my practicals at the schools. While at the same time, oh, wow. I was uh, doing my aquaponics farming. Wait, so, so you actually did the teaching itself? You didn't just complete the certificate? Oh, you you, need... you have to go to the school and do the practical. Oh, you, you went to the school. school. Yes, the certificate. Like, like the ones who are doing the degree from oh, wow. the four-year one. Okay. And and how was that? Do you still love teaching or those kids? 
You know, teaching, it depends on the definition. I realize that they, they are dif- a different definitions of yeah. teaching. Yes. So teaching is like teaching. I go there in class, prepare uh, the, the, uh, the content. Yeah. Then you teach. Yeah. That is the one um, I loved. Oh, <laughs> hey, everything else. Hey, the other things I realized, <laughs> ah, I sh- ah, this is too much. Uh, but now uh, okay. I've been doing project management. Yeah. Yeah. So I realize now that as a teacher, you need to be a project, yeah, project, project manager. Project management yeah. isn't everything. everything. I think that's why it's, it's important mm. to even do a short course, even if it's on Udemy, on this, because mm. you're going to need it with everything yes. that you had to do. So how did you use it in class? Yeah, you know, uh, it's like the learners are different stakeholders. Yeah. And you have teachers as different stakeholders. Yeah. So you just have to apply stakeholder management. Like when when you are doing a project, then you have, yeah, in in a project, we will have, uh, Mm -hmm. and then we have the uh, skilled workers. Mm -hmm. And then, so, you know, with the locals, they are like, um, learners in class i'm not saying they are kids mm-hmm. i'm saying they're like learners mm-hmm. in class yes you mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. so you have to manage um uh, uh, locals delicately just mm-hmm. like you manage learners mm-hmm. and you know with learners you become hard you think you are fixing something mm-hmm. not all learners you can respond uh, discipline to them yeah. with um mm-hmm. like hard discipline mm-hmm. so you you need other ways so you adapt so you, you see with stakeholder management you have to adapt mm-hmm. to each stakeholder mm-hmm. you might find a certain uh, undisciplined class mm-hmm. then you'll need to change your tactics mm-hmm. you might not know them at the time mm-hmm. but you must uh, 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 you need to observe and then develop a tactic now for to discipline a certain class so i went to two schools mm-hmm. and then i went to different classes mm-hmm. um one you you would struggle you would want to give up um teaching, teaching <laughs> as you are starting now yeah. but i realize yeah. now no it's it's not something you know you know there is a certain quote that says uh it may seem difficult at first uh-huh. yeah but everything now. is difficult at first yeah hmm. so it was my first mm. when i was going there <laughs> so obviously it will be difficult so mm. and then over time you'll learn to adapt and then it becomes easier. Mm. You see, it's like climbing a mountain. Yeah. yeah. When you get to the top, it becomes easier. Yeah. So, but as you are starting, yes. you think, no, man, this thing is too difficult, but you just need to, to push. Yes. You I, see. Yeah. I'm a bit worried. What are you worried about? Um, You strike me as a villain. A villain? Uh, in the sense that... Is it the glasses? No, no. The glasses. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There has to be a big plan okay. around this, right? Because doing so many yeah, things. Yeah, so when people okay. do like many things, usually I'm like, all right, this is how they relate. And to you, I can't make sense of it. You want to teach the fish to build you a spaceship to go to Jupiter. <laughs> what exactly are you, like, what's the grand plan? Or are you just someone who is diverse? Who has a lot of interest. Yeah, who has a lot of interest yes. and is actually... Um, puts action into them yes are you just someone who has a lot of initiative or is there like a grand plan yeah in all of this okay um 
I, I regard myself as a generalist. Yeah? Okay. Uh, like uh love that. Mo- most things we we can talk uh, let's say if we talk historical, mm-hmm. I'll know something maybe in history. Yes. Mm. Maybe we talk about, uh, they call it the World War II. I yeah. call it European War. <laughs> so, you look Asia, America. Yeah. Yes. Why are we in there? I like that. So, so it's something yes. we talk about that one. Mm. I'll have some knowledge. We we mm. talk about geopolitics. Mm. Maybe what's happening in uh, uh, Ukraine. Mm-hmm. What's happening in the South China Sea? Mm-hmm. Um, who, who's trying to influence what and where? I'll I'll have like some general something idea of what's happening. Yeah. Even even maybe if something uh, things that I have more interest in. Yeah. I will have even more information uh-huh. than I'll say maybe most politicians. Uh, okay. Because at some point I uh, okay I was also in also wanted politics. to be a politician. So this guy wants to take over the world. He's basic. A, he's a pro- he's either he's either a professional thirty seconds player or or the, or a villain. He wants to take over the world. Yeah, I think I see it now. No, you even studied politics. No, no I, I think scared. you know you know the days okay, I, I'll keep on quoting sayings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just as a video. You know what you know <laughs> what they define luck as luck. Preparation. When when uh, oh yeah, opportunity okay. meets preparation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you never know with what type of opportunity is gonna come. Yeah. Then uh, mm. I might be prepared for most of these opportunities when they come mm. Mm. with your twenty. Without even CV. knowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Huh. And then, <sighs> elephant in the room. Mm. Um, we're in studio now. The lights are on. Yeah. We're shining. We're happy. Mm. We had to check a schedule before that. Eesh. Um. And we all know why. Um, there's the big looming Eskom elephant. Yeah. What is your take on that? What 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 is going on? Because I I don't understand it. Is is it being looted? Is it a skills problem? What is going on? Okay. Um. Look. Uh. In my opinion, mm-hmm. I think the the looting of SOEs. Mm-hmm. Um has been there and it's not only mm. now um under our current government mm. it has been happening for for many years and it doesn't only happen here in south, south africa. africa it happens yes. everywhere mm. so just that the only problem is that when there there are uh i'll call them smart looters <laughs> so in some con- countries they know how to loot they it's will deliver the services mm. uh you'll see mm. america when they loot through their wars mm. uh, globally, <laughs> but what are they doing? They, the the individuals are looting through the uh, those companies which are manufacturing weapons, mm. but they are going internationally to get the resources they need for their own country. Mm. You see, mm. and then we have uh, in Africa or in South Africa uh, people. People who who become politicians, yeah? mm-hmm. then they don't know why they uh, they went there to become. They, their main aim to go there is to become rich. Mm-hmm. You see, so then mm-hmm. 
instead, because I've come across many uh, such uh, incidents, you'll find that maybe the, you are, you are, people negotiate with politicians. Mm, mm. And then, uh, it, it, not even politicians, even people in the in these companies, mm. uh, where, which are owned by government, then they will, uh, those people, maybe if, if it's a budget of, let's say, 10 million, mm. then they have an agreement with you that, okay, we give you this contract, 10 million, mm. but you're going to give us 6 million. Mm. But the road, maybe if you're constructing a road, mm. it's going to cost, uh, let's say it's going to cost 4 million. To be done properly. To be done properly. Mm-hmm. But remember, as a con- if you are a contractor, you want to realize some profit. You yes. have to. Then what do you do? You can do 2 million Then is you... Uh, I've seen some memes. They say, you know, uh, thousands of years before engineers, they show a road which was construct, constructed mm-hmm. with stones. Then they show our roads with potholes. <laughs> it's you. You don't blame engineers. Yeah. You blame politicians. Yeah, and uh, people who are cutting corners. Mm-hmm. So then, instead of using the quality uh, material, material for the roads. Then what do you do? You find some cheap some one. Cheap Maybe one. you don't mix properly. Mm. Then because that conductor wants to realize profit, and then that road over time it rains. Uh, after a year, the trucks pass there, cars mm. pass there, and then you find now there is no road mm. anymore. You you would rather pass separate. on the on the outside where there is no road. Yeah, the road is so is bad. West of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not driven on a road like that. Yeah, that's west. <laughs> yes. So I think uh, even Trevanua once made a joke. Mm. He, like if if they give you ten houses to build, mm. you you steal all of them. Why why not steal nine? Uh, why not steal one? Steal mm. one yeah. and then build nine. build nine. You think one person will have? Yeah. I'm not saying people should steal, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> but if you're but, gonna steal, but if you're gonna steal one out of ten, deliver the services. Mm. Yeah. Deliver the services. Mm. Yeah. So that's so the, the problem is, according to your opinion, which you said, the people that are um, looting are just doing it in a not so smart way. That's the root cause of what we are seeing now. Problem, I would say, is people want to get rich. They want to buy cars. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you you know, when you buy liabilities like cars, yes. um, even, even some houses are liabilities, even yes. though you know some books, they tell you, Houses are an investment. I think we must start hiding our books. (laughs) (laughs) We're trying something, but it's not working. We apologize. (laughs) Yeah. So, so you're saying uh, these people are are caught up in their day-to-day life. Yes. Cars. Sometimes it's not even just like uh, show-offs. Like uh, I want maybe I want people to. Uh, to see me driving in a nice car. Ish. And you know, nice cars, especially the nicest ones, yes, are too nice much nice. of a liability. Yeah, yeah. Like the one that you want to mm. in <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, you you realize later that to maintain yes. the, the same car, yeah. you need more tenders now. Ish. And then what wh- what does it lead to? Mm. Leads to you to it, it leads to more looting and more yeah. looting and more fighting and you fight people because now you you want to maintain. You have to maintain. You started it mm. now. Mm. 
Asian. Yeah. Because it's going to be very difficult now to go where you were. If you were walking, yeah, you you would continue walking, taking a taxi mm. yeah. without a problem. You are used to it. It's your life. Mm. But now you get used to a certain, maybe you are used to driving a certain beast. Hey. Then now uh, no, you fine. have to downgrade and go down. You think, uh, how are you going to do that? But yeah. it's people fail to understand. Mm. There is a saying, adapt or die. You, you just need to adapt again. Yes. It's not going to be a problem. Yeah. You adapt and then you get used to it. And then it's easier yeah, yes. to take but, the, the, it's no longer like a big step. Incrementally getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Ah, yes. uh, I see. And within a few months, you would have adapted. <laughs> Remember what John said in his episode? Mm. Hey, and he said a lot watch, of things. Watch the John episode, by the, the way, <laughs> if you want, yeah. So he said that there are some people who are defined by the things that they have, mm. by the by the material things that you have. Mm. So so you're Lesejo with, uh, um, everyone knows that you have nice Adidas, nice sneakers, by the way. Um, you, you, have nice, you have nice, um, <laughs> you have nice sneakers all the time, you know? And because your assets become your personality trait, you don't even you, know who you, you are. You have nothing, Ooh. you know. So, so these politicians, even some engineers, they are they are pressing <laughs> us in the nightclub. <laughs> By the way, those are from the mines. No, the mining. <laughs> That's the mining. Yeah. And we're actually having a mining engineer. Lead. We have a mining yeah, engineer. In, in about two weeks, I think we have a mining engineer. We have engineer a mining engineer. Yeah. 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 So we'll ask you these questions. You're saying they're the ones that are popping bottles in the club. They, yeah. they, they get too much money. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you're not popping bottles. If we shouldn't. <laughs> you. No, I'm farming. I told you. Oh, you're I'm, I'm caring for my fish. It's going to care for my fish. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyways, these people are defined by the parties they throw, the Durban July, the the whatnot. So are you saying that um, all these other problems, the um, things that are breaking down, are those also real problems? Are these things that actually exist or is it there's been talks of sabotage and the problem is reading these things uh, written by people who are not engineers telling people who are not engineers mm-hmm. we don't actually get the full story what uh, what is going on I was actually joking last time yeah. on on Twitter saying that can they just of these things and then live stream them then we can just tell them press Allah don't Allah you know but what do you yeah what's that okay I I think uh, you know in every lie there is some element of truth yeah Yeah. so uh, I think uh, partly maintenance Mm -hmm. of uh, we are talking about the substations uh, power stations Mm -hmm. partly maintenance but uh, you know, always politics plays a role. So mm. in my opinion and my assessments from what I've been following is that. Mm. And your political when... studies. Chase <laughs> 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 yeah. for God. They, they actually accepted me on that. Just on the basis. <laughs> yeah. What happens is, uh, let's say when you have a current government now, mm-hmm. and then... Uh, from that government, maybe there was an, n- n- there was no maintenance for some time. Mm-hmm. But now, let's say uh, that government uh, try, uh, starts the maintenance, mm-hmm. and then 
you see that okay load shading now it's uh dis- disappearing you, re- you remember at some point it disappeared mm-hmm. and it got it got worse when there was a change of government of government mm-hmm. so plot- politics plays a role because now the other one comes because in politics mm-hmm. uh, there is greed mm-hmm. so when the other ones uh come then they realize no but this one is set um I started the first steps for us to continue with this now he was busy fixing it mm. so uh let's not fix it let's continue what uh happened uh, from the previous one mm. because you see you 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 start something you don't fix certain mm. things you don't maintain mm. then you reach a point where you say no man let me start fixing but mm. the next one comes it comes while you are fixing then mm. you start no i'm gonna continue mm. from where the you previous, made the U-turn yeah. mm. uh, in order to push my own agenda. Mm. It's politics in the end. Mm. So you see the current agenda from what I see is the push for renewables. Mm. And, you know, renewables cannot, <laughs> they are not, there is what we call a base load. Yes. A base load, it's um, like there is a certain demand that you 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 have to supply mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. and it can only be sustained by coal. Currently in South Africa, I nuclear, coal and nuclear. Okay. Like uh, France, eighty yeah. percent of their power is from nuclear. Oh, wow. so coal and nuclear, um, they can sustain the base um, uh, supply. So you bring in uh, solar. For the whole country, look how country mm-hmm. the country is big. You can have solar, maybe a mini mm-hmm. solar grid for your home. Mm-hmm. It can work, but you cannot have a reliable supply, even with batteries, for the entire country. Mm-hmm. Because how many batteries are you going to need for the entire country? For sure. Them. And my understanding it's not is that even practical. My understanding is that in the renewable sort of setup, the most expensive thing is the battery. Sorry. Is, is this? A, are you fine? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm the gonna, most I'm going to claim for my finger. No, 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 no. The most expensive component yeah. in those is not the panels, it's not the wiring, it's the batteries. Yes. That's true. It's true. Mm. Uh, because um, I'm, I'm in the process of installing one for my home in Limpopo. Mm-hmm. So perfect place. You you'll find mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Yeah, two, the two, place with two, two summers. summers. <laughs> God. You'll find that the Petris, yeah, the reliable ones. Mm-hmm. If you want the reliable ones which will last you years, yeah. They are 50% the entire uh, setup. Ooh. Only the battery. And mm-hmm. it's only four batteries. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's say the you want 4.8 kilowatts. Mm-hmm. So it's four batteries, 48 volts, 100 mm-hmm. ampere hours. Yeah, when those will cost you upwards of seventeen thousand for them, just a bit. The reliable ones, because there are those who will sell you uh, the other type of batteries, yeah. which mm. will do the yeah. charging and discharging. Yeah, within three months, then you start complaining. <laughs> Can you help us? Maybe what type th- those are? The lithium. lithium. Was the lithium? Yes. Mm. Uh, those are the bad ones. Or no, those are the those good are ones. The good ones. Good All right. Ones, yeah. Then the bad ones are there. Uh, um, it depends. Uh, I don't want to say they are the bad ones. It depends what application you're going to mm. use them for. Okay. So if you want uh, to be off grid, mm. yeah. you cannot use the lead acid or the gelled uh, batteries. Mm. 
but uh, lithium can last you yes mm. the good quality ones if it's not segment okay yeah okay so batteries have a lifespan yes. they, they you can run on the same batteries for 10 years for instance you you can it yeah. depends which which type of battery or these lithium ones will, yeah will last your cell phone years. uses the lithium battery okay okay yeah but uh, <laughs> after two years, my man, I'm after suffering. After two years, <laughs> like if you had deposit to that vaccine. Yeah, you, you are always on your phone. That's why. So <laughs> it, depends, it depends what you are using your phone for. Okay. So if mm. you are draining it, yeah. remember that what kills a battery is the charging and discharging. Mm. Charge, discharge, charge, discharge. Okay. Uh, I'll say it's fatigue. Even mm. if I'm sure, even if you you, uh, I always see everything as interconnected. So mm. even if you do certain things over and over again uh, in the end what's gonna happen okay by living here on this step or you think what will happen to you in the end mm. you are you so are the more you live into into your end mm. 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 you mm. you get a wire you do this to it you know that thing he knows it is it a generation yeah cobra you know cobra Who's Cobra? Okay, no, it doesn't. Ah, uh, what guys? Oh, what? No, no, who Cobra is? <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna ask you uh, my favorite question. Um, I need you to not be humble. I need you to. This might be a long segment. This, uh, this might be long here. Oscar Tababaloy, your Molinwood. I need you to brag. What has been your biggest win? Where you're like, ah, screw it done i killed it achievement your yeah. biggest achievement your biggest win it can be career it can be life it can be anything it can be both only one rule don't be humble it's still in the making this man is taking over the world because because now uh, uh, if i start saying my biggest achievement mm-hmm. it means i've now limited myself to the so no, you no, know, today. Know, it's your biggest today. To yeah, today. I today. have no, not no. yet reached my biggest achievement. Eish. So you see, when when they <laughs> just that I can't write anywhere. Yeah. The graph of everything in life, mm-hmm. uh, people, even life, goes like this peak mm. and it goes down. Yeah. Mm. So I still see myself as someone like climbing. Uh, not yet there where I'm making a, a a downturn. Yeah. Mm. 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 Okay. So I can't say, remember uh, what they say, mm-hmm. uh, people who, religious people also, they call it faith. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, some say it's energy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever you say, oh, that's what they say. Okay. It's what do gonna, you say? Okay. Yes. No, I'm okay. taking their advice. Oh, remember okay. sometimes you have okay. to take their advice. Yes. So whatever you say comes to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see. Mm-hmm. So now if I say this was my biggest yeah. achievement, hey, now you I'm teaching a downturn. <laughs> oh, now you're gonna <laughs> now you're automatically <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. We can I, save it. I let's right. take out the biggest. <laughs> let's talk about some of the wins that you've had in your life, ones that you are proud of. Uh mm. at the moment mm. it ties up with my biggest achievement. Okay. <laughs> So as soon as I reach my biggest achievement, yes. yeah, then that's when I'll be proud. Yeah, of, so you'll uh, be proud of something it. that uh, I that you've done. Okay. Yeah. 
No, I think uh, after we asked that, mm. uh, even though you didn't answer, it's fine. <laughs> no. I live with it. Um, we try and sort of ba- give a balanced view. Mm. Uh, I think self awareness is one important element that we try and push here at Nine to Life. Mm. Um, and with that said, <laughs> I'm sorry, can you stop? Man, you're talking soft. No, you're talking softer now. So it's like you know, uh, uh, at church. Wait. Ask so the question, question is, <laughs> <laughs> what other? Wait. Ask the question because I'm gonna ask my okay. big question. All right. So instead of maybe giving us what your biggest wins are, mm. um, could you maybe tell us what are some of the projects that you have completed that you are proud of? Is that a better way? Oh. Can can I pull something out of you <laughs> with that? Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what I asked. That's what I asked. <laughs> yeah, but I said like, let's see. Clean, clean. Yeah, I'll say uh, the first project that I was given after my training, yeah. it was the construction of a substation. Mm-hmm. So uh, actually there were two. One was the one which was uh, two years overdue. Mm-hmm. So that substation, we started it from scratch and mm-hmm. it was completed in the end, even though um, it, I would say it was supposed to uh, have been done within uh, about 11 months, yeah. but we took more than a year. Mostly, you know, uh, projects have other dynamics like the rains, the weather affected most things and so mm-hmm. on. But I would say I'm happy with that project because... After finishing my engineering training and then being introduced to project management, and I have never done project management before, mm-hmm. but I was able to get to that one from inception okay. to completion. Yes. Ah, we got it. Lovely. We got it. That's fine. So now that we finally got that out of you, thank you for that. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> what did you get out of you? <laughs> He's a a win. (laughs) Doesn't want to give. Okay. So, (laughs) Mojo (laughs) Choj. Yeah, that's my favorite villain. Yeah. Mojo Choj is the man. With the white boots. Yeah, with the white boots. (laughs) With the boots and the. With the. We didn't even get into the boots. Anyway. (laughs) Those are the white ones. These ones. Ah, no, these ones. These ones. Oh, these ones. Uh, Oh. (laughs) It's a Mojo (laughs) Choj. So, so. We, in as much as we, we sort of forced you to think back in your history and, and think about what worked out for you. You changed the question. Man. Sort of, kind of, <laughs> sort of. But we got there. We got it. Uh, think back to a time where things didn't really work out for you, where you mm-hmm. did something where you did something, and uh, it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. either failed or the outcomes are not what, were you, lo- what you were looking for. Can you tell us um, maybe what was that thing that when you think back, oh, yo, this was my biggest L. Um, and what was the biggest lesson that came from that? Yeah, okay. I'm I'm not sure maybe which um answer to give. Um uh, because the, the two one. The, the one that's two. That's the one. You know, you know, when you uh, I'm not sure you mean in project management or in life. In life. It includes work, it includes uh, you know, uh maybe there was a girl that you liked yeah. and you were like and then it didn't really work out. If that's what you deem your biggest L, I think the biggest thing that we're trying to get there is what were the lessons that you learned from things not working out? And you you can maybe get into what that example was. 
uh, where things didn't really work out for you. Uh, you planned and planned, did and acted and project managed, but the project was like, no, I will not be managed. Mm. What is that? Yeah, I think one thing when I was studying, yes. Uh, okay, you see, from high school, mm-hmm. high school, I wasn't studying that much. Okay, and then I was passing. You were farming <laughs> and teaching, lawyering. <laughs> no, not exactly. Okay. But in high school uh, mm-hmm. and primary, I'm sure most of the time I uh, preferred being alone. But oh. even though I was not studying that much, yeah. I was passing. Okay. okay. Then you get to university, it's a, a different story. Ooh, that's important. Yes. So I remember now, uh, I'm used to not studying that much. So yes. I got lazy. So mm. it's very difficult to change from be- being lazy. Now you study mm. every day, mm. like you need to. Mm. So, yeah. And then I play chess. So I got to university and then there were guys who were playing chess. So I spent most of my time <laughs> playing chess, playing chess, <laughs> banking classes. <laughs> so okay, I still play chess even now. So yeah. I and you know, in movies, play. all villains play chess. All right? villains play chess. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Russian ones. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So even even at home we. Uh, I assisted in the forming of the chess club. Chess club, nice. Yeah, okay. Playing in the in the league, so we'll be playing our games. In uh, we played one last year. I'll be playing. We'll be playing more games in June. Oh, mm. So chess, you're a master. Uh, no, I'm not a master. Oh, okay. But you know, chess. If you play it long enough, it becomes addictive. Yeah. So sometimes it, really it can does. affect other things. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it affected my studies. Oh. Okay. And then, and then I went to round, round two with the LLB. <laughs> uh, instead of um, taking longer now, I need to finish the quarter. Yeah. So ah. that's why now the first two years are done. Now it's my third year. My third year. Yeah. Oh. Continue and and then get a payback for what <laughs> I couldn't do that time. <laughs> I hear you. So the lesson is what then? Uh, you must learn to prioritize what's important. No, for me, the lesson is to adapt or die. So if you are in a certain way, yeah, uh, I don't think you can easily change yourself. I still play mm-hmm. chess even when, even last year when I was studying LLB. Yeah, but I found ways to adapt in uh-huh. order to pass. Yes, okay. Hmm. So that's that's a fantastic lesson. I can't say change because you know changing. Maybe you can change gradually, but it will never be. Uh, as quick as you want because it's gonna take maybe a lifetime of mm. so rather Good. yourself it's you so you le- you have to learn to uh to adapt to like if you need to do something mm. do it with how you are mm. you can limit certain things mm-hmm. but you can never change yourself that's it's like what your fingerprint you mm. are your own fingerprint mm. can't change it. just that's- adapt Lovely. And uh okay, this one. We are as we are, as we close out as we close out our episode, um, we always ask our guests this. With you is a bit difficult. Jeez. <laughs> 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 hey, whatever you think about you do. But if you weren't doing all the things that you would mm. what would you be doing? So I guess to you is of the seven, eight things that you are doing now, mm. what is number nine? What else? You know, you know. <laughs> I I always speak about uh, realities. Yes. 
an alternate reality. Aha. So the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Was so current, currently, the reality mm. you see now at this moment, I'm here. Yes. Mm. So most of the time, I I don't want to answer for a different an reality. alternate reality mm. Mm. because you don't know what would have affected you in that reality. Mm. If I took a different path, yes, I don't know what was gonna yeah. on that path. Mm-hmm. So it becomes very impossible to answer. Uh, that question on an alternate reality yeah I, yeah which is fine <laughs> we know we're gonna change the question and get it <laughs> no that's why i asked him this way you are doing eight things now i don't know you counted a lot of things that you're doing what is number nine that you haven't told us about what is the maybe next I'll, I'll need to remember you see even the acting one i just remember yeah. <laughs> when you're sitting there yes yeah so what else do you feel like you still need to do when you think about it? Like, actually, you know, I actually want to be a doctor. Mm, but not, maybe, yeah. maybe one thing mm-hmm. that if uh, given an opportunity. Yes. Mm-hmm. By yourself? Not by me, by mm-hmm. uh, all the dynamics. Okay. Because obviously <laughs> it's me maybe moving yes. in a certain path, uh-huh. but uh, it goes back to mm-hmm. luck. And mm. when preparation means opportunity. So mm. if I think, um, if I, I don't want to call it luck, mm-hmm. let's say one thing I want to do in the end is to, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't, want, to I don't want to live in the future. <laughs> like, um, mm. you know, if, if I speak something that I want to do is going to happen. It means now I'm living in the future. Okay. Mm. You see. Yeah. I know. So, but there are many things I still want to do. Yeah. No. Just that I don't want to reveal it. Just yet. Now. Yeah. And I'm thinking it. all it's... the dynamics, like yeah. what's happening now. Yeah. Uh, it might be preparing me for what but I want to do in the future. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I know. Ah, uh, that one I can accept. Yeah. That's one. Uh, that one is a. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's that's our episode, Odrit. Mm. Thank you so much for uh, gracing us with your presence. Uh, mm-hmm. The nuggets you jo- you dropped a lot of nuggets on this episode, and as I'm sure our people at home will have a lot to digest. Yeah. Um, in terms of what you share, um, closing comments from my co-host. Nah, nah, Audrey, um, I think more than anything, what I got from this episode is that we all have the same 24 hours <laughs> and they all go to Audrey. <laughs> so anyways, uh, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode, for giving us another chance to present interesting and wonderful people to you. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, Killing the Game, mm-hmm. Night to Life, baby. Cheers. Done. You just gave me a new quote now. <laughs> <laughs> we, have, we all have the new phone.